A word of warning. This podcast may contain themes that some listeners might find distressing. Not always, but sometimes. However, this podcast will definitely contain strong language. Therefore, if neither of these things sound appealing, it's probably not the podcast for you then, is it? Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Narcissist Ramblings podcast with me, the Narcissist Psychologist, where I am very pleased to be bringing you a <laughs> very fun conversation I had with Joe Rodriguez. Joe is a health psychologist and a cognitive behavioral therapist and the brains behind the fabulous Instagram account, Straightforward Psychology. In this episode, Joe and I talk about one of the hallmarks of our respective accounts, which is that despite being professional psychologists, we like to swear and do so openly on social media. And I was interested in having a conversation about swearing because, well, I suppose I've never really chatted to anyone about it and I'm not sure that it is something that is commonly discussed. So I thought, why not? Um, I'm not going to ramble on too much about it um, and I would rather you get stuck into the conversation. So here it goes. Uh, But before I do, just be warned, there is a lot of swearing in this episode, like quite a bit. Hello and welcome to Joe Rodriguez, uh, better known as uh, Straightforward Psychology on Instagram. How the fuck are you? I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Joe has kindly agreed to come onto my podcast today to talk about. Uh, I think one of I could probably say it's one of our favorite pastimes um, <laughs> to do on Instagram, which is just to swear uh, quite yeah. a lot. Um, so before it's we fun. get into that, um, mm-hmm. uh, if you just wanted to kind of just introduce yourself, Joe, just tell us a bit about who you are, um, what you do on Instagram, and we can go take it from there. Okay, so um, I'm yeah Joe Rodriguez. I'm straightforward psychology. And um, my background, I'm a health psychologist and a CBT therapist, mostly in practice now. Um, I do CBT, basically, for people who've got stress, anxiety, that kind of thing. Started Instagram, probably like a lot of people in lockdowns, towards the end of lockdown when I was bored and inundated with referrals. And I was like, oh, it's so fucking frustrating of you know, getting so many people through and just not being able to reach everybody, people lacking in like basic information that can really help them whilst they're struggling because they just don't know it. It's not their fault. They just don't know it. So um, that's why I started the um, Instagram site. And it's actually a friend of mine that helped me with the kind of approach to take because she was saying you know you are very direct you and my my original posts are a bit fluffy she was like just fucking punchy always think punchy <laughs> like stop don't you don't need to waffle I think the psychologists are really guilty for waffling mm-hmm. um but she was right and you know the more I've done the Instagram you know it is about cutting through the bollocks just trying to be as direct and upfront because there's a lot of, um, I feel like there's a lot of mystery around psychology that there really doesn't need to be. Yeah. And that's the reason why a lot of people think, oh, you know, she does psychology and then they sort of edge away. And I think it's it's actually <laughs> really straightforward. It can be really basic and yeah. really accessible. Yeah. Almost as if you're some of this kind of mystic fucking being that has these superpowers yeah. that if, if they get too close, you might accidentally fucking read their mind and know all the deepest, darkest secrets. And actually, you probably don't give a shit. Not because, <laughs> you're, an un- not because, <laughs> not because you're an uncaring person, but actually probably because you're at a party and all you want to do is get drunk and have a bit of fun and not fucking, you know, worry yeah. about anybody's deepest, darkest secrets. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly exactly so and so I think it was really to kind of put a cheesy word on it demystify it I wanted to stop I wanted to make it obvious that actually what psychologists do isn't that clever I really mm -hmm. don't think it is if I'm being honest I think it's just it's just understanding things from a slightly different perspective and I I used to be in teaching a little bit but I, I actually really hated teaching I didn't enjoy it at all but I did enjoy one-to-one talking with people but and what I found though was in the teaching I was much better I'm really shit at like the um you know the talking about the deep research I am really shit at that I'm, I'm fine writing about it not good talking about it but I am good about talking therapeutically in an easily understandable way 
-hmm. So I just wanted to do that and try and reach as many people as possible, knowing Mm -hmm. that so many people are struggling. And then swearing, you know, has just become part of it because I started Fuck It Friday and it's just really (laughs) fun. And I'm like, why the fuck not? It doesn't matter. And actually it engages people engage with the swearing more because it kind of breaks the ice I feel like yeah and I think I think that's well you've kind of touched on two reasons as to why I wanted to do this particular episode and with you in 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 particularly um I guess it's to kind of cut through the idea that you know you know that psychologists are these sort of um I don't know I, I don't even know how to describe it, but I guess that there's a perception about psychologists that people hold. I wouldn't know what the perception yeah. is because I'm a psychologist, so I can't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But there certainly is a mystique around psychologists. And I suppose the, one of the main reasons to talk about swearing today is because I just yeah. wanted to highlight that actually you and me were human beings yeah. and actually swearing is a completely normal thing to do. And even people who are supposed to be professional, who are supposed to be empathetic, who are supposed to have um, an ability to think about things in a really careful and considered way and have a lot of compassion for individuals also just like to say fuck sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's really fucking shit what you're going through. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And just say, you know, (laughs) if I were in your position, I would have done exactly the same fucking thing and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. so there's that, and then I think uh, obviously I think it's really helpful to think about what you were saying in terms of the fact that um, psychology is it's not basic. I wouldn't say it's basic, but it is the, the principles are once you grasp them, they're not yeah. um, massively complex, are they? Yeah. Um, so I yeah, so I appreciate the fact that you are sort of cutting through the the fluffy bullshit, as it were, in relation trying to, to trying yeah. to, but yeah, yeah. I, and stick, I, think... I stick within the areas that I know. I know there's a lot of areas of psychology that I also I'm not a specialist in. I don't know about, so I wouldn't, you know, try yeah. and oversimplify something I don't know about. But the things that, you know, particularly the areas that I work in, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you read a psychology journal, and I'm like, I have to look and Google. I'm like, fucking hell, what are you saying? Like, can't yes. you just use? straightforward yes. words yes. why are you overcomplicating? it really gets to me and I'm like I'm supposed to know about this I don't understand what this is going on about how the hell is anybody else supposed to understand like why why are you doing this <laughs> like yeah I know and, th- and this are... is something that's supposed to help people just, no I agree yeah. there are times when I read through a journal and um like uh, who the fuck are you writing this for because you're not writing yeah. it in an accessible language for anyone that, to actually understand what you're saying um yeah. you haven't you haven't necessarily taken the information and made it and translated it into an easily readable or digestible piece of information that the common man can understand um yeah. so yeah I completely agree with that uh the other thing yeah. that really fucks me off is the fact that there is so much research that's hidden behind a paywall um, um, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, why? What the fuck is what, why? Yeah. What, it, yeah. what is the what is the point of doing research and then being yeah. like, pay me 30 pounds for yeah. my research? I can and understand that obviously <laughs> I can understand that it, uh, there's obviously an expense behind doing research and all that kind of stuff yeah. to a degree. But also at the same time, what the fuck is the point of education and people being able to learn about things if it's not yeah. um, accessible? And but yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, okay, so thank you for the introduction, um, and also uh, nice to you know finally get to have a, a conversation. I know we've spoken on Instagram back and forth, but it's nice to actually have a conversation with you face to face, as it were. Yeah, um, it's very nice. Thank you. And uh, you are one of the few people who've actually get to see my face. I am. I feel very privileged. <laughs> I had an idea. I was like, "Ah, oh, you're not that far away from what I imagined, actually." Oh, like, I, yeah, it changed over the like over your post, and I was like, "No, it's kind of, kind of what I had in mind." <laughs> Good, as 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 long as I uh, don't, yeah, um, as long as I'm not looking completely weird. At least, at least I look <laughs> like a human being, which is great. I saw your legs once on a TikTok post, and I feel like. <laughs> that fucking stupid video oh my god don't even get me started on tiktok the fucking shit we do the fucking shit we do to try and make um psychological information accessible and entertaining at the same time it's fucking stupid 
I know. Sometimes um, I love it, and sometimes I'm the same. Like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all for the all for the betterment of society, Jay. Yes. That's why yes. to help people yeah. with their psychological yes. distress and look like a dickhead at the same time. <laughs> okay (laughs) so on to the topic of the day which is swearing you know i haven't thought of a title for the episode yet but it is it is going to be about swearing so um what is your what's your what is your relationship with swearing what's your professional relationship with swearing and what's your personal relationship with swearing um and that's such a fucking psychological question to ask isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's, your relationship, like... what's a relationship with an abstract <laughs> fucking anyway? Moving like, on. I don't know. I've never thought about having a relationship with swearing. I get what you mean. Um, I think it's changed over the years. I think as I'm as I'm getting older, I am giving less fucks, which means mm-hmm. I'm swearing more, which means I enjoy swearing more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find that in but in a in professional setting, I'm swearing more and more. Um <laughs> more not I'm not like I'm not swearing the whole time but actually mm-hmm. I find that sometimes it helps to connect with someone on an experience mm-hmm. sometimes actually I don't know the words but I want to get across that I really really get what you know yeah. what the point is of what you're saying and all the rest of it so um swearing is something that I just enjoy doing and I think it's it can be I don't do it for effect I do it because I like it basically mm-hmm. in my personal life I do swear. I have got three kids and I am consciously trying not to swear around them. So Mm -hmm. I don't swear around my kids. But my Mm -hmm. eldest is eight and he is very, very, very inquisitive about swearing. And he knows swear words without hearing them from me. Okay. So it's really interesting, you know, seeing him and and he's always like, he's loving it. He loves it. It's like, mummy, mummy, what's the F word? Mummy, mummy. (laughs) Am I allowed to say sugar, honey, iced tea? Mummy. Sugar, (laughs) honey, iced tea. It's brilliant, isn't it? Like, they get it in school. I, and I like, have never heard of shit referred to as sugar honey. Sugar honey. Tea. I know. I yeah. hadn't until my eight-year-old introduced me to it, and I love it. It's brilliant. And then today, even today, he was like, "Mummy, what is the W word? There's a W swear word." No, I, I won't. I'm, I'm not going to tell him. I was like. I'm not telling you that. I was like, I'm going to find out. And I was like, well, you will find out eventually, but you know, you're too young and I'm not, you're not going to hear it from me. So personally, like it's something I was, my parents don't, my dad is Spanish. My mum is English. My dad has a very thick Spanish accent, but he used to swear in Spanish when we were younger. And we used to know that there were swear words or it, but if he'd said an English swear word, he would say it and then change it by one letter. And okay. so then, so like he would say, he would say, oh, fucking hell. And then my mum would go mm, like that. And he'd say, what? I said, fucking hell. Because changing one letter changes the whole meaning completely, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> So it's like funny, like looking back, I was thinking about it, like thinking about today and I was like doing what psychologists do and I was reflecting on things and like my mum didn't really swear around us, but I had an older brother. He loved swearing. He used to listen to music. I can remember him listening in the 90s to a lot of, you know, music with swearing, Cypress Hill, Snoop Doggy Dog. There's loads of swearing and all of that music. And it was just, but it was just fun. But it wasn't something that was, we weren't condemned, like told off, told off for swearing, but it wasn't something we would just, we wouldn't just, you know, be at home. So so when I professionally, in my early career, I would never swear because I was worried about being perceived as unprofessional. Mm -hmm. So, um, it wasn't, isn't it? That that swearing is considered unprofessional. And I wonder why, 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 why is it that swearing is thought of as unprofessional? Do you think? Well, and also, by the way, I'm aware that there's no right answer on this. Like it is, it's it's just a, it's just a curiosity that I have because I, I guess before you answered, I guess just to, just to reflect on what you were saying in in the sense that when you said that you swear a lot more at work, I also now swear a lot more at work. Um, so I, I swear amongst my colleagues, um, Mm. in the sense that I will use it for comic effect. 
uh, or when something um, really quite serious happens yeah. um, and I will use it. Um, but what's interesting is that I only feel more competent now or sorry, more able to swear in front of my colleagues now that I'm of a particular banding or a particular yeah. of yeah. a particular um, qualification. So when I was a, yeah. an assistant and when I was a trainee, there's not a fucking chance I would swear. Yeah. Although I did yeah. have one supervisor who used to just drop f bombs in our supervisions, and it was glorious. Yeah. We could just yeah. we could just talk honestly and openly um, about the stuff that yeah. was going on. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which which I think comes into the reason why I I I appreciate swearing, and I'll come to that in a second. Um, but and then I and then I will swear with. Uh, with my with the sort of clients that I work with but it's yeah. not like I don't ever swear at them obviously I'll never say like yeah. fuck you or no. anything like that yeah but yeah. I think what you were saying about how it's a way in which to really connect with or validate someone's experience mm. um I think it's really important that actually if some if somebody's talking about something that has rocked them and completely sort of changed mm. the course of their life and is really really distressing saying something like that must be really hard. I can appreciate yeah. that that is really difficult for you. I feel sometimes for me, and I know that this is a personal thing. And if there are any psychologists sort of listening to this and you are feeling judged by what you said by by this, it's not it's not about shade. It's not about yeah. me saying that you should do this or, or anything like that. It's more about trying to think about swearing in the context of the professional setting. But saying something like, oh my God, that sounds fucking horrendous, or that must have been so yeah. shit, or holy, you know, or just going like, holy yeah. fuck, that's unreal. For me, um, it feels like a bit more of a genuinely authentic connection to what somebody is telling you. Um, mm. And I don't know, it just kind of, I guess it kind of just humanizes the experience a lot more. And there's, there's less um, of a therapist client barrier. Because I think if yeah. you can, because, you know, language is is one of the things that we obviously use as therapists in order to communicate and listen to um, what the, the clients are telling us. And actually the mm. fact that we can reflect back their experience mm. with words um, yeah. shows that we are really listening. Yeah. And for me, um, being being able to, to do that and to use swearing um, for me, I don't know. It's just an effective way to kind of just normalize that, that normalize yeah. the relationship and the fact that we're two human yeah. beings, but then also just validates someone's experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's, it feels like that's a very similar feeling that I have in the clinic. I don't, I wouldn't swear with every single client. And like you said, yeah. I don't swear at clients. I swear to, um, you know, show a really deeper level of understanding about something that's really, really difficult or really painful mm. or really, because exactly mm. like you said, sometimes I feel like, and maybe it's my feeling as well. It's not how yeah, yeah. see but sometimes yeah. I feel like just saying that sounds like it was really difficult. Doesn't feel like it brings up enough emotion in me. Mm. Therefore I don't, maybe it's me. I don't feel like I'm translating the depth of how much I'm feeling what they're saying, which I think yeah. is sometimes really important. So um, yeah, I would say I'd agree with that in terms of, you know, how I probably use swearing in a clinical setting. Um, and I, and so interesting, like you, I had a senior colleague when I worked at, um, when I worked at university on a teaching, on a, on a course, a member of staff there who was more senior to me, he would, he would drop the C-bomb like every morning you know every morning is like hello you cunts and you know but he was, <laughs> it was so clever so clever so and I used to look up to him so much because you know but he just didn't care and I think there is something about when you reach a certain level mm -hmm. it feels like it I don't know it feels more like I can do this now. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, I yeah, don't give like, a shit. I've done what yeah. I need to do. <laughs> yeah, you just you've just like, I don't need to jump through any more hoops. I've got a job. Yeah. You know, no one, no one can really fire me for swearing. They can maybe have a conversation with me, but actually, you know, if I drop a, fuck, yeah. a couple of F bombs or C bombs here left, right, and so, what can they actually do? Um, it's not like you're not gonna be brought up for fitness to practice, are you, for swearing? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so Whereas yeah, I think in your training years, you probably would. You probably, yeah. you know, in supervision, yeah. it probably would be raised yeah. if you swore or something. So yeah. I can definitely imagine a supervisor sitting down and saying, so in terms of your professional competencies, uh, yeah. I've noticed that you um, <laughs> tend to say fuck quite a lot. And I... <laughs> 
I was just wondering, how do you think um, that comes across to the rest of your colleagues in a professional <laughs> manner? Because, yeah, meanwhile, you're probably thinking, actually, you know, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I definitely think that there's a certain that there's a certain time period in your life when maybe it feels a bit more permissible, which is also interesting because I think I don't think you should have. I don't think it should have to be that level. Like, I don't think you should need to. No. Get to a, I don't think you should get to a point in your life where somebody else. Or I guess the 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 work culture in which you um, are um, makes it more permissible. I just think you know if you if you're a person who swears, then you. Should. Yeah. But again, there, there's always a balance, though, isn't it? There's like you, you shouldn't use fuck like a comma, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you exactly. can't just you can't just walk around saying morning, you cunts. How are you? Give me a fucking <laughs> cup, of, cup of coffee, like. You know, have I got? You know, <laughs> talking to, talking to the administrator. How many fucking sessions have I got today? You fucking, you know, you can't like. There's there is a limit to how much you can say, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, can't just yeah. You can't just use it like breath. Um, it kind of loses its meaning, I think, as well a bit. Yeah. It changes the it changes in in that kind of context, but. I think like um, it is funny, though, because I do still sometimes have that feeling like on Instagram, I swear. And sometimes I get that. Oh, I, I, I am I being judged uh, like professionally? Mm-hmm. I know that it connects with people who um, who can't, who are on my site for the support I know that it connects with people I don't worry about that but I do and I have had I think one comment in the whole I think it's year and a half almost a year and a half now that I've been doing Bucket Friday I've had one comment that said from someone that said I don't think you're very professional and I just replied okay thank you like it's fine like you can (laughs) but again so that's the question isn't it so Mm. obviously using it obviously swearing as if it were uh, the, your life force is completely different to just swearing for effect or um, for a purpose yeah. or to kind of punctuate something. So my, my query and my question is mm-hmm. what, what makes it unprofessional? Like what, <clears throat> what is it about swearing that makes it um, crude? Well, well, maybe it is crude because obviously you get certain swear words that you just, you know, have a certain, um, yeah, stigma around them shall we say um but i guess like if you if you if you can do your job if you can contain your clients if you can understand them you can formulate them you can assess them you can uh, provide an intervention that uh, works for them helps relieve alleviate their distress uh, you can connect with them on a human level your therapeutic relationship is on point um yeah. if all of those things can exist what does it matter that you say fuck or you shit or, or shit or anything like that? What, like, I'm not quite sure how that, how that then makes you unprofessional. No. And I don't think that it does. I didn't, I, I didn't in, in that instance, uh, my, cause I, I think, I guess the only thing with swearing and the only thing with Instagram is that it can go out to people who might find it offensive. Some people, you know, and some people I think still do find it a bit offensive, mm. maybe from, um, a certain religious background or different Perhaps, cultural yeah. beliefs, you know. So, so I wondered whether maybe you know some some people do find it offensive still, you know, depending on where they, you know, what how they're raised and what culture they're within yeah. and what religion. And so, so I do understand that. Um, and I'm and the thing with Instagram is if it's not your cup of tea, if you find it offensive and you, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that I'm not professional. Exactly. In that, you know, that that doesn't mean that I'm not good at my job because mm-hmm. I swear. But exactly. I do sometimes still have that feeling uh, <laughs> when I do a really sweary post. Like, I love it. It's like fun. <laughs> I'm doing it and I love it. And then I post it and I have that. Oh, shit. Like, oh, that's just gone out. Because <laughs> haven't you just very recently had your first ever post removed? Yeah, that was today. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't a, a post that I had removed. It was a comment. So they left oh, the post up but they took the comment off yeah yeah and I put cunt in the comment but it wasn't interestingly the word cunt is in the post (laughs) it's in the post right (laughs) I know because I saw I saw I saw the I saw the post and I thought that that's what had been removed I thought the entire post had been removed but it was just a comment oh that's no 
That's a strange yeah. standard, isn't it? But I think I don't I don't know. I think that I'm not sure if the post was removed because of swearing. I think I used the word there as in I think I can't remember I was replying to somebody and it was I was joking and I said yeah they're all cunts as in yeah everybody's a cunt because I they were saying something and that was my jokey reply so and then Instagram instantly removed it and oh for bullying yeah yeah so I think you know if I was saying that to someone yeah they're a cunt then of course they probably do but I think it was just an an algorithm thing if I'm honest but it's quite funny all right. Well, still a proud moment to have something um, removed from Instagram. Yeah. Have you had something? Have you had stuff removed for swearing? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, but you get notified. Uh, you yeah, really I haven't. I haven't. I haven't been able to um, uh, like promote certain posts because I've used swearing in the caption, yeah. or I've used Me swearing too. in the <clears throat> in the in the t- in the body yeah. of the the post. But yeah, that's about it. That's about as naughty that, as I've, yeah. I've gotten. <laughs> And that really that really annoys me in itself because I can't promote the majority of my stuff on Instagram again, because yeah. everything has swearing in it. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's really annoying. Like, it feels so old-fashioned. Everybody and, and knows I guess, the word fuck. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, and I guess that's why, that's I suppose that's why I wanted to talk about it because I think, you know, it just it's it's just a it's it's an interesting policing of language isn't it it's an interesting it's an interesting um arbitrary line to draw like yeah you know you could say something really horrifically offensive um Mm -hmm. about somebody or insulting and not use a swear word um and that would be acceptable you know, yeah. by, again, via Instagram standards, or somebody would be able to say that you have presented an argument in a, I don't know, in some kind of way. But as soon as you use swearing, as soon as you say, yeah. you know, you, you insert a swear word, then all of a sudden people have this, um, feel like they can take pot shots at your credibility, your intelligence, your class, your um, yeah. so- sociability. Um, yeah. And it's just so interesting that and these words have existed for yeah for, for however long um but we still hold on to um quite uh, i guess punitive and judgmental views of swearing when yeah. actually um they are they are quite helpful they're descriptive aren't they they are yeah. they are they exist for a reason you know yeah um swear words are around because they help punctuate or help somebody express uh how they're feeling and yeah. it's a weird, it's a weird um, thing that something mm-hmm. like Instagram can mm-hmm. suppress, um, a, you know, a piece of information just because it contains a four-letter word that yeah. has historically been um, judged as offensive. It's just a strange yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it feels quite, yeah. But there's a lot of things about Instagram that are quite strange and don't make a lot of sense. But I think it does come from a very mm. deep historical, you know, um, yeah, background meaning. I don't even know the roots of most of the um, swear words. I think that'd be quite interesting one day to look up where did, certain I... words come from. Yeah, I did a little search, you know, when, when you said, do you want to have a chat about this? I can't remember it, but um, because there were there were some laws against it, you know, way back. And, and okay. were, yeah, so it's definitely. Um, so that's what I mean when I say I understand, you know, within some cultural or religious context, I can understand it's more offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, it's also not for a, a huge number of people mm-hmm. um no, but i do i mean i must have those biases within me which is why i feel awkward sometimes when i post knowing that it's really sweary yeah so I, they, they must be within me also to have that well, feeling i do sometimes think oh you know i do think i do sometimes have that feeling of our other psychologists looking at my post thinking she's not a good psychologist because mm. she swears mm. And I guess I guess it's because it's a it goes against a societal norm, isn't it? The, you know, yeah. we have these we have these um, societal rules that dictate yeah. that certain things are um, acceptable and certain things are not acceptable. And um, depending on, I guess, 
various different characteristics about who you are, particularly that, you know, in this instance, the kind of job that you do, um, certain things then become even more unacceptable or acceptable. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's interesting that something like swearing, um, which (laughs) let's be honest, uh, all of our clients or most of our clients, I would say, not all (laughs) of our clients, um, do quite freely yeah (laughs) no one you know we don't we don't say to them oh you know I don't accept any swearing in this therapy room this is a no swear zone thank you very much if you'd like to to express yourself I you know I I, um, request that you use far you know less profane formal words yeah yeah, less profane language thank you and I guess and I I guess it does but but I mean that's the and that's the reason why it's so weird because it is so judgy can you imagine if we said that to a client if you said oh sorry you know what whatever your client's name is Bob sorry Bob I don't appreciate um you swearing which again like I'm not wholly against people having their personal limits. You know, I am again, yeah. like you say, aware of the fact that for cultural reasons, religious reasons, or even just personal yeah. preference reasons, somebody might not like yeah. swearing and that's yeah. fine. My partner doesn't like swearing. Um, yeah. She, she, she doesn't swear. She thinks she just doesn't like it. It's not something that fits with her uh, view of yeah. the world in the way that she sees herself. Interestingly though, she will tell me to F off and I'll be like, you just want to <laughs> No, she's going to kill me for saying this, but you know, um, if I'm no longer if I'm no longer post- posting on my Instagram account after this podcast comes out, you know, it's because we know why. It's because my partner has um, finished me off. Yeah. Um, she will say I don't like swearing. she will say I don't like swearing, but then will tell me to yeah. f off, and I'm like, you've just literally told me to fuck off, and she said no, yeah, haven't. I've said f off, and I'm like, what do you think f off means? And she's like, well, it doesn't mean the same thing because I haven't said the word, and I'm like, but the intention and yeah. the the emotion behind the word and the reason yeah. for you saying it is exactly the same. So yeah. you may as well just tell me to fuck off. She's like, no, but you can't f off. <laughs> So again, so again, I'm sympathetic to people who um, have yeah. their, their their choices for not wanting to swear, but I think yeah. it then becomes I think it then becomes uh, very judgmental yeah. to tell other people that you shouldn't. Um, yeah, as a therapist, as a psychologist, I think you know, from my perspective, I feel like I I don't want to be anywhere on a you know outside of where my client is I don't want to be Mm -hmm. to do it's already hard enough talking to a complete stranger and being really open and trying to be authentic and talk about things that you know you have a lot of shame over and you know you probably never told anybody before Mm -hmm. and even in even when you're so so anything that you can strip back from my perspective that can help just to bring you on the same level so that they feel Mm. comfortable talking to you about these things, because I'm not going to judge. I, you know, that's not what I'm there for, but we can't help but feel it. So, and I think actually sometimes from my experience, sometimes, you know, swearing does help with that. It helps you to see that, Oh, okay. They, they do that too. They're normal. And you know what, (laughs) you know, or they fuck up too, you know, they, they're not perfect. But I think sometimes people do have this perspective of therapists and psychologists as being perfect Mm -hmm. because which is I'm not and because and I think I've probably well I don't know maybe I've had it in the past in that I feel like because a psychologist is meant to know then they do everything to make themselves completely fine and perfect and everything Mm -hmm. but but of course that's not reality reality is like it's we're humans and part of the human experience is that everybody fucks up and that's just that's life isn't it and mm-hmm. if you can do anything to help a person to see that I'm I might be in this role but actually I'm I'm not anything different <clears throat> and I think in my mind swearing helps to do that yeah it's I, I absolutely I think it's one of the one of the small things that we can do as individuals to kind of level the um, inherent what's 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 the word I'm looking for the inherent um, power imbalance 
<clears throat> that's that that exists uh between yeah. the sort of therapist and client relationship because obviously they come there they're very vulnerable they're looking for they're looking to you for guidance and for help and almost you know to like fix the problem and you almost um embody this kind yeah. of um mystical perfect you know yeah um fountain of all knowledge that will um yeah sort of you know potentially alleviate all the distress um so it's mm. quite nice to yeah i think it's a i think it's a nice way to kind of um level the the, the power imbalance and just kind of highlight that uh, it's just two individuals sitting in a room one just happens to have a little bit more ex- yeah. expertise about an, uh, a situation um which they will just try and help somebody yeah. um explore the difficulty with okay what's your favorite swear exactly. word <laughs> Well, I say fuck often. So fuck is probably the one that's most most frequently occurring. <laughs> to use this really stupid researchy type way of saying it. What's my favourite though? I don't know. I do like the word cunt, but I get that sort of, like every time yeah. I say it, I feel like really naughty when I say it. Mm. So um, I, I quite like bollocks. I quite like um, arse. That's not quite a tame <laughs> one. But, um, you know, I quite like yeah. people to be it's a quite, yeah, It's quite a humorous <laughs> one, though, isn't it? Uh, so again, <laughs> yeah. yeah, quite similar to you. Um, I, 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 I like a good sort of emphatic, you know, uh, strong use of the word fuck. Uh, I feel like it's very expressive. I feel like it covers a lot of bases. You can, yeah. you know, it cover it covers reverence. You can be like fuck. Yeah. It can cover anger. You can yeah. be like, fuck. Uh, it can be, it yeah. can be humorous. Um, you know, it's amazing, it comes, isn't it? Yeah, one word. So, exactly. It's so like, versatile. One word yeah. with the with the right inflection, the right timing. It's um, it can do a lot of things. It can show uh, every emotion. It really yeah. can. You can. Yeah, you can do exactly. gladness with fuck, like fuck, oh, or you know, excitement, fuck. Like, yeah. like, there's no other word that can do that. No. Um, and, and I used to uh, a firm favorite used to be uh, used to be cunts as well um but i think um sort of i think personally so we've talked professionally so personally my use of use of swearing around the houses um changed quite a lot so uh again as i've as i've said sort of my partner doesn't swear and she doesn't necessarily it's not that she doesn't approve of it it's not like she if i do swear it's not like she gives me like evil eye or anything like that it's just that um i guess i've um become a bit more conscious of the fact that she swears and I don't so it kind of um made it a little bit more uh obvious when I did swear so I kind of just um you know um pulled back on it a little bit um and then also obviously since becoming a a father I've had to um very very swiftly yes very very swiftly change the way in which I express specifically (laughs) things like anger frustration uh (laughs) reverence even reverence like when it's an amazing thing even when they do something really cute I can't be like oh fuck that's so cute I have to be like oh that's so lovely (laughs) (laughs) aren't you adorbs yeah (laughs) Yeah. so sweet they're so cute or like when you know when when they accidentally scratch you in the face you can't be like oh mother fuck that's hurt you have to be like ow stop it yeah, yeah, you do. You, yeah, it's almost you to, there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you kind of have to like bite your tongue off before you say the swear word fully to them. Um, yeah. So, so, um, and then also in relation specifically to, to the word cunt, I have, I guess, along with doing my um, uh, Instagram account, I learned a lot about sort of, uh, I guess, the sort of misogynistic power imbalance that's inherent in, mm-hmm. in, in, in words specifically relating to sort of the female body that are used in, in yeah. quite a um, disrespectful, uh, judgmental sort of um, way. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess, obviously, you know, because you don't know, you don't know. I'd never really thought about that word or even sort of like the, yeah. you know, the like when you call um, amongst your male colleagues, typically, you, you know, you call somebody else a pussy kind of thing and how that that is then yeah. inherently sort of positions the the, the female form as, as lesser and um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, of, of less worth. So I've for that reason, I've, I'm a bit more sort of conscious of not necessarily using um, yeah. those kind of words. And I know that maybe make, makes me sound like a bit of a, I don't know, um, moral dickhead but i don't know no, it I just doesn't. Like... but would you would you would that be the same though with the word dick would you be like oh there's such a fucking dick 
but no but so more so so more now um but i guess it's again it's it's about sort of like the inherent power imbalance in society isn't it and yeah. you know um overall um you you would you, you would argue that um men have obviously more sort of social capital and social yeah. power and stuff like that so now instead of saying the word cunt i'll sort of think oh you're such a cock <laughs> <laughs> that's another fun one <laughs> yeah you know but but like and you can do that because of the power imbalance <laughs> yeah. yeah and also because i'm a man as well and it feels, it feels yeah it feels so i feel like and again maybe this is this is um not necessarily true but in my head it makes sense i guess you know women perhaps maybe have a bit more permission and um, i think it's a lot it's it's kind of better maybe mm. i don't know for women to to use the word cunt again because you know yeah. of the yeah. sort of the the marginalized nature of, of women in society it's uh, a bit like how um certain marginalized groups take have taken back ownership of previously um uh, offensive words especially like yeah. in the you know uh, lgbtq community and, yeah. and things like that it's yeah. it's a bit more yeah. of a uh, i don't know empowerment thing whether that's true i don't know and i'm not saying it is but it kind of in my head that makes sense and, yeah. and i kind of try and respect that a little bit um and yeah. also i suppose maybe try and not be quite so a um subtle misogynistic dick at the same time <laughs> yeah so yeah I, I hear that yeah. yeah 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 that's interesting it's interesting because I had actually heard that I had read that maybe it was one of your posts about the word pussy um or it was someone's post but in my head like even though I know cunts the same thing I like I'm connected the dots <laughs> yeah yeah, you hadn't quite made the anatomical. You hadn't quite made the anatomical. I hadn't. No, the anatomical connection. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Every day's a school day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, we've managed to spend quite a long time talking about that. A lot longer than I expected, actually. Um, which yeah, is obviously yeah. uh, no. I feel like it's very indicative of the fact that we are both very passionate about swearing and have strong <laughs> views about its usefulness and its utility, um, yeah. both in and out of the therapeutic setting. So, anyway, yeah. um, one of the things I want to discuss with you is mm -hmm. um, I'm looking at it now. So, in September, the 28th of September, 2020. So mm -hmm. when I when my uh, account was very very young, uh, mm -hmm. I made a post about the benefits of swearing, and I thought it might be helpful to kind of talk through them and just kind of see okay. if they make sense, um, yeah. if they fit. Um, so there's seven of them, and what I'll do is I'll just kind of read through the the, the summary of the posts, um, and okay. we can think about it. So this is this is one that I had never ever thought about, but. Um, one of the one of the benefits of swearing is that it can act as pain relief. So yes. apparently, yeah. swearing activates the fight flight response, leading to a surge of adrenaline and a subsequent right. pain relieving effect on our immune system. So um, right. at the University of Kiel, at the University of Kiel, uh, it was yeah. discovered that people who swear were able to hold their hands in ice water for twice as long than people who didn't wow. swear. Yeah. However, this only holds true for people who swear a few times a day and not for those who swear excessively. So obviously it's about okay. that, um, um, I guess, that uh, normalizing or desensitizing yeah. uh, nature of it. Yeah. So if you swear constantly, then it has less of an effect. Yeah. Um, oh, so here it goes. The main reason for this is because those who swear on a constant basis are desensitized to their swearing and yeah. as a result are not particularly physiologically aroused when the act of swearing, uh, by yeah. the act of swearing when they engage in it. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is fascinating, isn't it? I think I, that was one of the only things I did know about swearing was that it can help with pain management. And that's because I used to run pain management programs as a health psychologist. Oh, yeah. And, and was, uh, one of your, was one of your treatment recommendations? It, it, <laughs> well, it wasn't. But I just happened to find that out because I think, you know, I, I don't think it wasn't one of the uh, one of the weekly topics, the benefits of swearing. But, um, but also. Like, <laughs> But also like it, in a totally different head, like as a runner thinking about the times I've been injured because I don't swear all day, every day. You know, yeah. I don't I'm like you. I don't 
I don't walk around. It, it's not part of my, I use it usually to, to express something yeah. that I feel really yeah. strongly about or, yeah. you know, if someone's really annoyed me or something, you know, not, but I'm not, I don't just use it and all the time, but, um, but in running every single time I've had an accident and got an injury, I've sworn. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like it comes out almost like, and I have found that if I've not been able to swear, I did it once recently, I twisted my ankle and my kids were there and I wasn't able to swear. And I was going, oh. I felt like the pain lasted longer. It's well, really that's because Joe, you weren't <laughs> able to release your fight flight um, adrenaline. Now you tell me the science behind why. Yeah. So the next time you twist your ankle and you're around your kids, and you swear, you can just be like, sorry. It's either I swear and the pain goes away <laughs> quickly or I don't swear and mommy's in pain yeah. for much longer. Which would you rather? Yeah. Do you want mommy to be okay? Yeah, <laughs> Let exactly. Let say fuck. <laughs> because, because at the end of the day, if I'm in pain for longer, I'm more inclined to swear and be more ratty with you anyway. So yeah, this is for exactly. everyone's benefit. <laughs> but I guess that does make yeah. sense though, isn't it? Like, you know, when you, yeah. um, when you, you know, I'm going to use the stereotypical um, DIY example of when you hit your nail, when you hit your thumb yeah. with a hammer, although I'm yeah. stereotypically not, oh, unstereotypically not a DIY man. So I've probably never hit my thumb with a hammer. Um, <laughs> Why don't you give us a real example of something that you would do? <laughs> stub my toe. I swear a lot hey. when I stub my toe. Um, yeah. and if oh, I don't yeah. oh my god it's so fucking sore when you stub your toe and it, it is, is yeah, yeah it is it is when you have to when you have to bite your tongue it does feel like the pain um continues for far longer than it needs to um but yeah so uh I think what you could do Joe um is if you were ever interested in getting back into pain management you should run some swearing workshops I think they'd be fun wouldn't they yeah really I think I think people fun. I think that would be a really unique selling point like you could have you could have obviously <laughs> you know the more helpful stuff like if somebody's in chronic pain and all that kind of stuff you could you could actually have the the real psychological stuff <laughs> but then yeah. towards then the one. end well, there used to be um there used to be a week on um communication so i could just incorporate it into that didn't I? you know communi- yeah. communicating long-term health conditions in a relationship and swearing <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um okay uh so the next one is that swearing is what's called a non-violent outlet so swearing enables us to get back at bad <coughs> situations without having to resort to, to to traditional violence or something more menacing or harmful it can be considered an act of sublimation sublimation right whereby we channel our anger by swearing instead in what is what is seen as a healthier outlet and help release our negative emotions Ah, so okay. it's a healthy outlet. This is actually quite refreshing. I haven't read this um, post in quite a while, presumably, but it's it's quite a nice um, quite a nice refresher on all this. Yeah, but that presumably, as long as it's not directed at somebody. Um. Well, I so. Well, yes, because I suppose then that would be still considered like direct threat, wouldn't it? If you're if you're mm. telling somebody that you're going to fuck them up and you know. I was thinking of it like road rage or. Um... You know, yeah like that, where, um, yeah but I, but I guess like but I guess you know yeah. even if even if somebody if even if somebody has pissed you off I think it's like okay to swear at them maybe just not directly to their face like you know in the case they of can't hear you you're yeah, in your you car know, exactly if you're calling somebody a wanker because they've cut you off I feel like yeah. that's probably perfectly appropriate because I guess yeah um it's a all because what it says is about channeling your anger so if you're yeah you know if you're not channeling channeling your anger appropriately at the you know situation or person um yeah. then maybe you're kind of not necessarily gonna direct it honestly i really just hope that no one listens to this podcast and suddenly just uses this as an excuse to just go out and <laughs> verbally assault people because that's actually <laughs> like, that's not, i heard the nicest psychologist yeah exactly <laughs> say said, that it was fine to call someone a wanker on the road word for word that's what he said <laughs> psychological proof thank you very much so actually if you are listening to this don't fucking just go and swear at people if you're angry. There, it, is, it is a healthy way of expressing anger, but there are also more healthy ways of coping with, you know, um, yeah. effective, effectively communicating um, situations. Yeah. So there's you know, a difference. There's a difference, yes. isn't there? Letting the yes. anger out rather yes. than getting specifically angry targeting someone. somebody. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's still always go for assertiveness and expressing your <laughs> feelings uh, over direct 
verbal hostility. <laughs> yeah, and abuse. Yeah, and abuse. Absolutely. Yes, I'm not advocating <laughs> verbal abuse at all. Just to no. just to caveat that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's also a harmless and humorous coping mechanism, apparently. Uh, so this coping mechanism, although far from a great one. Although far from a great one, I'd say it's a great coping mechanism, can serve to increase our sense of self-esteem when it seems deflated, threatened or attacked. Uh, this in turn helps to build our inner resilience and confidence in the midst of perceived tension and stress. When among friends, swearing can be a, so a source of mirth. In such circumstances, it represents a release of normal social constraints or like play fighting makes lots of potentially threatening situations or people to some extent mm. of ourselves as well. Um, in that much swearing and humor in general can help to restore perspective on a certain person or situation. So I guess that's basically about sort of using um, swearing to kind of make lots of situations. And um, yeah. I guess maybe use a bit of irreverence or sarcasm about things, but um, using using swearing as a way to sort of punctuate the the seriousness of how, of of something. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm just thinking about my friendship groups as we've got older my you know my school friends that we still when we still meet up we actually I think I'm noticing that over the years we probably swear more and more when we're together but we laugh an awful lot as well and I think the swearing is part of part of the laughing you know as yeah. we're going through and, and you know difficult we've all been through various difficult things mm -hmm. and I think being able to swear and laugh about those mm -hmm. things um, yeah. you know feels like it's a tonic you know yeah. really helps tonic mm. yeah it's very it's it's um quite cathartic isn't it yeah um assertion of power and control oh uh, honestly i can't remember any of this um also <laughs> i i probably sort of wrote this like um again not necessarily uh, what's the word plagiarizing but i think i took quite a lot of um yeah uh, use sort of other text to kind of uh, shape yeah shape these shape this uh, swearing can give us a greater sense of power and control over a bad or negative situation by swearing we show that we have the power to control the situation and not have the situation control us this usually happens ironically when things are spinning out of control for us and where things are not necessarily going our way a person need not be the actual trigger for swearing to occur but a particular unpleasant situation can occur so I guess that's about sort of, um, again, sort of maybe limited, uh, connected to what you were saying about how you, um, you know, you and your friends meet up and you talk about things that have been quite difficult in your life and how mm -hmm. it both serves to be quite a humorous tonic, but then also yeah. um, it's a way in which to take back mm. the control about a situation. So if something feels uncontrollable, um, yeah. swearing um, allows you to, I guess process it and almost um, diminish the the intensity, perhaps, of what's happening to you. Yeah, perhaps. I've never really um, thought about it in that way, but it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. It's um, because it because it is such a way. It, it it is such a powerful way of expressing something. I think mm -hmm. that's the thing. You know, like we said right at the beginning, it's more than just saying, "Oh, you know, that's really difficult." Even if you say that's really shit that feels more powerful and then if you yeah. start you know going to that further and further in like it was just fucking yeah. horrendous you know it just exactly it does it, it does something it does yeah. something on a different level which yeah I think it, it almost to... yeah it kind of just in my head it sort of almost um allows you to um I guess, put the thing into perspective, but then also yeah. not necessarily. So if something is terrible and if something is horrendous, um, it's almost sometimes you can't quite, um, you can't almost get a sense of how how bad yeah. or how horrendous it is until you kind of say that that was absolutely fucking terrible. And there's almost yeah. something quite, you know, you can say it's terrible, which I yeah. guess feels for some people that might be okay, but maybe yeah. it doesn't quite give the situation the the gravitas that it deserves. But yeah. if you say it's fucking terrible, then there's there's certainly yeah. something more um, emphatic about that. Yeah. Um, so it maybe yeah. gives you a bit more can give somebody a bit more of a sense of um, taking ownership or recognition of it. Yeah. Yeah. Validation. Of yeah. 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 Like, like self like self validation of yeah. some somebody's able to recognize. Yeah. Um, the impact of of something. Yeah. Definitely. 
Um, so it's also an outlet for self-expression. Yes. And creativity, apparently. Swearing can at times spark our inner creativity. See, I'm not necessarily sure about this because uh, I swear a lot and I would say that I'm the least fucking creative person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that. <laughs> so, so I, I think there has to be a bit of creativity to do Instagram. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, is there? Is there when all I do is literally write on Twitter and then take it from Twitter and then put it on Instagram? <laughs> it's a fairly basic fucking formula. Like... I feel like it takes I feel like it takes zero fucking creativity in order to do that. <laughs> I don't fact, know. If you're thinking about fact, it in the car when you're driving and you're thinking about it, there's gotta be some well, creativity the fact, in this. Well, the fact that I paid a hundred odd pounds for uh, a subscription to Canva for a year, used it for six <laughs> months, got bored because I was like, fuck, I don't really know how much more to change and make my <laughs> make my Instagram posts like really appealing, and then just went onto Twitter. And then just wrote all my shit out on Twitter, and then just copied, then um, screenshotted and put it onto <laughs> and put it onto uh, Instagram. I feel like that would I feel like that would highlight that I lack a certain sense of creativity. But anyway, <laughs> or you could say that it was creative that you found a way around using Canva. <laughs> Lazy, maybe. Lazy. <laughs> um, inventive, I suppose. Maybe we could say it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some individuals who naturally possess more of a creative flair find that they can come up with a very with a very creative word in the process of swearing. Oh, interesting. Or that they muster up the energy to complete a project that has been neglected for some time. Like when they say, right, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do that about my runs. Fuck it. I'm going to yeah. put my trainers on. I'm going. I'm doing it. <laughs> or, and do you think that and do you feel like that fight? Do you feel like that helps you get through your run? I feel like it helps me get out the door. Yeah, okay, which is which is the most important step, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, once I'm out the door, I'll go. And the same yeah. as the gym. Once I'm there, I'll do it. But getting there, yeah. you know, sometimes like, oh, fuck it, I'm going now, going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so maybe it can give you that extra that extra bit of oomph to yeah. do what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. The final one: psychological and physical health. The best health benefits of swearing include increased circulation, elevated endorphins and serotonin levels, and an overall sense of calm, control and well-being. All of these benefits can seem intriguing if it is done in the right way. Intriguing. I'm not sure that was meant to be the right word. I feel like that's, I feel like I should have spell checked that. Anyway. <laughs> what do you think it should have been? <laughs> no fucking clue. All of these benefits can seem <laughs> intriguing if it is done in the right way. Not, not a fucking clue. Be- I don't know. Uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Insane. Well, that also just goes to show that I should spell check better. Um, <laughs> but also, making, yes. Uh, but also to make sure that it doesn't become a vulgar habit. So I guess obviously it's about everything in moderation, including the use of swear words. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that. But I guess that is interesting because I guess. What do you think the? So obviously we um, talked about the. Um, in terms of pain management so it talks about the yeah. fact that when you swear there's an increased yeah. elevated elevation of um endorphins and and stuff which obviously help um yeah. but i guess do you, do you so obviously there's been quite a lot of discussion about the release of certain hormones so specifically is it serotonin is that is that the calming is that the calming hormone i, I can't always remember my serotonin hormones. The, mood boosting one. <laughs> the mood boosting one so it makes you feel good i think so um and then is dopamine the one that chills you out no dopamine is the reward one isn't it oh my god there's people listening to this thinking you're fucking psychologist <laughs> and you don't know your your hormones um so yeah so increased serotonin levels anyway i'm gonna say that there is something about i think the what am i trying to say so i think it's interesting about the releases of particular hormones <clears throat> around um serotonin which i think is about sort of um feeling calm and then dopamine about sort of feeling excitable so the reward the reward one do you think that that's maybe related to the fact that there is this societal um yes judgment of of swearing so it's almost like if you swear it's almost like you're doing a mini a mini yeah a mini social transgression it's like oh yeah sworn and that actually gives you that like little i think uh, so i think so you have that sense of doing something a little bit naughty yeah um and that's quite exciting in a way like it's quite fun it's 
um, yeah, I think I, I definitely feel that around the post, or I swear, I definitely do. I do feel that sense of, and the engagement on a post where I swear is two to three times more. Sometimes really? this this one this one that I've done today is like four times more engagement than any post that I've done recently with no swearing. Yeah, you see, people love fucking swearing. See? They yeah, they do. They like they love it. <laughs> and you know, all of the posts that are really sweary. So um, so I and I do try and, and I deliberately try not to make every post really sweary. Yeah. And I think that's for the reason that you're saying, in that I don't want it to feel diluted that I'm just saying fuck for the sake of fuck. I want yeah. I want it to feel like there's a purpose in the word. Yeah. But equally it's difficult because if I know that if I swear, people will listen and pay more mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. and pay more attention to the post it's, it's like I, it's sort of a trying to get the balance right all the time like yes mm-hmm. I want you to know about you know what to do if your anxiety is really high and how to manage it but if I if I don't put that many fucks in there or any fucks in there a I can't do anything with Instagram to try and promote it and b you won't read it because it's boring yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the fuck's sake like like that post I did about compassion. Yeah. Every post that I've done about compassion before that, I swear, I've I, my follower numbers have gone down, and and I can and people are like, oh, you know, just going on about being nice to oh yourself. Oh God, again. more compassion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if it's just like, just be fucking nice to yourself for fuck's sake. Like everyone's like, like oh. yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the that. that's the kind of self <laughs> self care I can get on board with. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And as a therapist, on that, and it's all good. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, it is hard. It's like trying to get the balance professionally, I think, to try and get the balance between not just saying the word fuck for fuck's sake, but Mm. equal and, you know, so it's got meaning and worth, but equally um, getting the engagement that you want, which is why you do the stuff in the first place. You want people to engage so they know what they can do to help themselves. That's you know it's what it's all about so yeah yeah um Um, but it's really but it's really interesting though that um it's the use of it's the use of something that is uh i guess naughty a bit taboo yeah um holds a bit of societal judgment of um no no you shouldn't do that yeah um but that's what that's what gets the people hooked it is Um, and in the comments you can feel people kind of egging you on like oh what are you gonna do next time? You're gonna swear even more. Like, yeah, word, Jesus. I think you said it to me before as well. Use cunt puffing or something like that. It's like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I did a I did a post about um, you know, if if you love swearing, it's quite fun to mix a swear with, with, a, with an animal. With an animal, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it gets really expressive. Yeah, no, I remember that. <laughs> um, so it's it's fun, you know. Yeah. So but yeah, yeah. it is. It does. It does do something. It's something about that sort of. Oh, it feels slightly yeah, a bit naughty feels, to be. I think. Yeah. I think. I think. What I've taken away from this conversation mm-hmm. with you, Joe, yeah, uh, is that uh, swearing is a bit naughty, um, <laughs> but it is. It is a way to connect with people. Um, yeah. Which I think. Which I think. Um, in our jobs and the things that we do, I think is probably uh, quite important um yeah. so i don't know about you but i'm just gonna carry continue fucking swearing <laughs> of course i fucking am i'm not gonna stop now <laughs> <laughs> okay um i guess on that note um i've taken up a good chunk of your time um so Aww. um i think we can we can end it there um so yeah oh, so people you. people know where to find you on instagram straightforward psychology um, and and again, you know, if you are listening to this and you do want, um, you know, to follow an account that obviously, as as Joe said, cuts through the bullshit and does sort of present psychological knowledge and tips and help in a really accessible, presentable, naughty, fun way. <laughs> sometimes I would mostly on no, Fridays. Sometimes. Mostly on Fridays. <laughs> Honestly, your fucking Fridays are great. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Really you have to them. come back and do another one. Yeah, yeah I will do. Yeah, yeah, I will do another one. <laughs> um so yeah so absolutely please go follow joe 
and um, oh, yeah thank you thank you for having thank me you. on it's been fun I've, it I've learned fun. a lot about swearing too <laughs> <laughs> yeah who knew that there was so much to learn who knew that there was so much to learn about <laughs> yeah swearing? exactly education and fun see psychologists exactly. aren't boring <laughs> no definitely not boring <laughs> although you know I think I reckon my kids might argue against that at some point in the future be like god yeah. you're such a boring dad be like mate yeah. I used I used to swear before you came yeah. in <laughs> I know my son's like it's all you do talk to people really? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to do work experience with you mum your mm. job is so boring it sounds mm. so boring <laughs> it's all you do talk to people fuck I can't <laughs> I can't wait for it oh, oh I'll tell you this so I have absolutely no idea where I got this, but um, when my when my elders started learning to talk, um, he got to he got to learn what I I am. So he sort of you know I told him I'm a psychologist. One day driving in the car, uh, and he said, "Daddy, what do you do?" I said, "You know what I do." He said, "You're a psychologist," and I said, "Yes, I am." He said, "That's not a real doctor, is it?" I was like, "Cheeky <laughs> fucker!" Oh. I was like, where? Obviously, obviously, I didn't call him a cheeky the fucker. Knife going. That one, yeah, yeah, obviously, I didn't call him a cheeky fucker because that's like, you know, bad parenting 101. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, where on earth have you got that fucking. Yeah. Um, where where did you get that from? from? Yeah. Oh my God. But anyway, wow. such is life. Such is the life of yeah. being a parent. Okay. It is. Um, again. <laughs> all right, Joe. Thank you very much. I appreciate your thank time. Thank you very much. You thank you. All right. Thanks. And there you go. Even psychologists get insulted by the kids. Uh, and you would think that we would have some tricks on how to stop that, uh, <laughs> but we don't. Um, anyway, I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please tell your friends, follow, subscribe, and rate the show wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, I would value hearing any feedback on the further discussion that you have on today's topic. Hopefully you know where to find me on Instagram by now. Um, and uh, I hope you have a great day. Or not, no pressure. Cheers.